It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm on Quartz 96 FM. Now, there were big smiles yesterday um, as Zach, young Zach, walked into start school in Mallow with his sister Ellie by his side and his dad, Michael, and his mom, Jessica. And it's a day they once or twice might thought might not have come because Zach has been through the mill over the last few years with his health. And a year ago, he had a kidney transplant. He got his dad's kidney. We'll talk about that in a while. But first of all, Jessica, how did he do yesterday? Was it a good day for him? Good morning to you. Good morning. Yes, he had a great first day yesterday. Really, really happy. It's been a long adventure to get him there. When did you first discover that he had a bit of trouble with his kidneys? Um, It was very early on. Um, He was three weeks old when we noticed something wasn't quite right. I remember... Um, it had been a long, hard day with a newborn, and uh, I'd realised he hadn't had any wet nappies. And that seemed a bit strange to me, so I, I gave the hospital a call, and they asked us to bring in it, bring him in. And it all kind of went from there, really, it, it, all the uh, tests and everything. After hours and hours of tests and us not really getting an update, because they were trying to work out what was wrong, the consultant was called in, one of the paediatric consultants, and I remember asking her, you know, is, is this serious? Because, you know, I hadn't seen Zach for a few hours and I was getting really worried. And in my head, I'm thinking, just an infection, nothing to worry about. And I remember her turning to me and saying, this is serious. And I knew then that it wasn't something that was just going to clear up with a bit of meds. Um, and they told us that he needed to go to Temple Street in Dublin. Well, that's scary. It was very scary. Um they said to us at the beginning, you know, sometimes the kidneys do just shut down uh, for no reason and then they start back up again. And it's a case of waiting and monitoring. Um, so Zach was put on emergency dialysis uh, in Temple Street. Mm. Um, and, you know, he was three weeks old. He was tiny. He'd had two operations at this point. He had caught an infection. Um, and it went on for quite a while where we just didn't get answers because they didn't have them. The hospital were trying different things, doing different procedures. Um, and then I, I came home after a few weeks because we have a we have a daughter as well, and um, she was missing her mommy, so I popped back home. And when I was here, I got a phone call from Michael in Temple Street saying he's he's starting producing wet nappies again. And we were over the moon. We thought, oh my gosh, this is the end. You know, we're, we're nearly there. Yeah. And by the time I got back to Dublin, he'd stopped again. Um, 
And at that point, we knew it wasn't the kidneys just choosing not to work properly. And um, after a few more scans and tests, they told us that one of his kidneys just didn't develop at all, and it never would. The other kidney just was struggling, essentially. He had renal failure at only a few weeks old. He did, yes. Yeah, his kidney, the one surviving kidney, just wouldn't cope for much longer. They they estimated he might make a few years with that kidney, um, uh, but it, the, they said, look, a transplant is, is very soon. He was three when he needed dialysis at home. So for the first three years, we managed with controlling his diet, his fluid intake, and just regular tests. And, and slowly, his, his test results just kept getting worse and worse. Um, but at the same time, we were trying to get him to a good size for the transplant um, so that he was strong and big enough to take an adult kidney, um, which he was when he was four years old. We managed to get him there. Dialysis at home, I mean, when you're three, a toddler wanting to run around and do things, being tied to this blasted machine for hours on end, must be very stressful, not just for him, but for you two. It was, it was. He would go on it in the evening and he's he's so good. You know, he knew it was time. Um, he would go up to his bedroom and we would connect him to the machine. It's a very sterile environment as well, so you have to be very, very careful because there is always a very high risk of infection. Mm. So he would know not to touch anything and he would be on the machine for 10 hours a night. But that also mean we couldn't really go anywhere. We couldn't take family trips. Holidays were impossible. Yeah. Um, people do travel on dialysis, but when it's a child, there is so much that you need to take with you. We, we, didn't, we didn't do it. And was this every night, Jessica, just a couple of nights in the week? Most of the time it was six nights a week, sometimes seven if his blood results really weren't Goodness. very good. Um, so yeah, it was a long, and it was 15 months I think he was on dialysis for. A lot of sleepless <laughs> nights then. <laughs> yeah, um, if something's wrong with the machine, it beeps at you and that could be at any time of night. Luckily, Zach would always sleep through it. We had that bonus, but we didn't and we'd have to get up, check the equipment and sometimes we'd have to ring Dublin and take him up to Temple Street. Now, it was his dad's kidney that he got in the end. How did that come about? A living donor is one thing. Your dad is, is another. When did you first hear of that being possible? Um, so we started the process. They warned us it could take, you know, six plus months. And um, they said, look, you two, me and, and Michael, would be the first two to get tested. Mm -hmm. uh, so they run some tests and they actually told us we were both a match, which was pretty special. Um, but also really tough because now we had to choose. Um, but Michael did the bravest thing. And I remember he turning to me and saying, look, you've, you've given birth to two of our babies. It's now my turn to do something amazing. And um, he, he stepped up. Yeah. So they both have the operation on the same day, is it? Yeah. Yeah. So on the 3rd of October last year, um, Michael was in Beaumont Hospital in Dublin. And Zach was in Temple Street and um, Michael went into surgery first. And I remember waiting for updates to hear that, you know, everything had gone successfully. Mm -hmm. And then before I knew it, Zach was being called up to theatre. So I carried him up um, and, and sat him on the table and the staff were amazing. You know, they try and make it as normal as possible, which is hard. You know, you're in a sterile theatre room, but they did a great job and he was very relaxed. Mm -hmm. And um the kidney arrived by ambulance and the surgery was a success. It, it took a good few hours and I was sat down in his uh, hospital room just waiting for news and 
every <laughs> couple of hours, one of the consultants would pop in and say, everything's going really well. It's taking a bit longer because of this or this. And and then I was able to see him in the evening up in ICU. Were you able to check how Michael was while all this was going on? Or was, was he awake enough to, to let you know how he was? So, yeah, I did get a phone call, um, I'd say, a few hours after he came out of surgery. Um, he was very drowsy. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. But he managed to tell me that, you know, he was out of theatre and he was in recovery. Um, he asked immediately how Zach was, but I wasn't allowed to visit Michael just for risk of infection for both of them. So I had to choose Michael or, or Zach, and I just knew that Zach would need me more. How long did it take for the three of you to be able to see each other again? If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, Get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. So they gave permission for Michael to visit Zach. Um, I want to say it was about two weeks after the transplant, just before he was allowed to come in all masked up and, and in PPE gear. And um, they were able to see each other. Zach, you know, being five, he he doesn't really understand. And he was just happy to show Papa his toys. How quickly did he respond to the new kidney? It's a long process because the kidney's taken from an adult. Um, But the kidney started working quite quickly, um, which we were relieved about because there's so many things that can go wrong. You know, the kidney can be rejected. It can just not wake up and... But luckily, Zach had a really smooth run and he was brought down from ICU, I think, within 48 hours. Nerve-wracking, nerve-wracking. So, fast forward to this week. There's a gorgeous photograph. I think Bill Brown has it from the Corkman of yourself and Ellie and Michael and Zach. And he has a smile on him that's like a sunrise. <laughs> uh, he's, he's quite the poser. Um, it's been... Well, the summer disappeared in an instant and before I knew it, I'm, I'm out there buying school uniforms and, and getting things ready for him. But he's been counting down the days and his big sister has been very protective, saying how she's going to look out for him and play with him in the yard. And 
um, yeah, getting them ready for school, having those photographs, it just kind of makes you realise how lucky we were to to be here today and how lucky Zach was that everything went so well for him. Yeah, like when you're putting the uniform together and organising the school bag and the lunchbox, there must have been a couple of tearful moments, tears of pure joy that this is actually happening now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the feeling is is hard to explain. When you send your child off to school for the first time, you're excited, you're nervous, you're anxious. But with Zach, it, it was something different to know that he'd come through all of that as a small little boy, dialysis, countless operations, blood tests, a new kidney. And I'm now looking at him walk to school like nothing's happened. He it doesn't stop him in any way. Um, he walked straight into that classroom, greeted his teacher and started playing with the toys. It was amazing. That's fantastic. And like I said, the smile, you couldn't bottle that. <laughs> I know. And he has a really infectious laugh as well, which goes with it. So we're very lucky. Tell me a little bit about Ellie, his, his big sister. She's been there for him through all this. She has, yeah. She was only oh, two and a half, I think, when she when he was born. And um, all of a sudden, you know, she lost us. For, we were up in Dublin for nearly two months. And I did pop back a couple of times to see her because she she struggled to understand as, as she would at that age. But um, she's been brill. She looks out for him. Um, she's probably a little overprotective at times for his, uh, for his liking. But <laughs> um, it's nice to know that he has her looking out for him. And we're very proud of her. Like, she's been through a lot as well. She's missed out on holidays and all the fun stuff that kids would normally have yeah. at her age. But, uh, yeah, she's now in second class. Well, they go to the same school, yeah? They do, yeah. They're both in the same school, which makes it super handy, and it's a walk away from the house. So, Fantastic. Um, yes. Yeah, it's really lovely to see them. She might, that is, it is glorious, isn't it, to see the two of them so happy, so happy together. Okay. So what, what did he enjoy most about his first day? Um, when I asked him what he got up to today, he said they just played with all the toys. And I guess, you know, being junior infants, that would be normal for them to settle into. But he was super pleased with the shop. There's a little toy shop there. Like he can play with um, a phone and a little till and pretend that he's a shopkeeper. He seemed to really enjoy that. <laughs> Let him think for a while. That's what it's all about. <laughs> Isn't that great? <laughs> Definitely. His health now. And of course, dad's health. How are they? Mm. Uh, so dad is doing really well. Um, he has regular checks up at Beaumont, but they say, you know, after the first six weeks, people tend to forget what you've done, but it's hard to forget something like that. And his health is recovered. You know, he's able to do all of the things. He does pay attention to what he's eating and drinking occasionally just to make sure that he's not putting his kidney under any unnecessary pressure. But he's good. And, and Zach as well. Um, there's been a few bumps in the road as you know, there would be with something mm -hmm. so major as this. Mm -hmm. He's uh, he's had a couple of infections there, but um, right now he's doing incredibly well. And um, yeah, really, really pleased. You've a lot of gratitude in you, Jessica. I know there's a lot of people that you want to thank for getting it to this moment, not just Michael and the doctors. Yeah, no, it's, it's true. There's been a whole support team around us. Um, my mum, you can probably tell from my accent, I'm from, from the UK. And my mum has flown over and spent months at a time here trying to help us manage everything um, to make sure the kids don't miss out and to take them out. And um, she's been a lifesaver for all of us, um, you know, when we're in hospital as well. And she does a few runs up to Dublin with him for checkups and 
also all our friends that have been around you know to check in on us all it takes is a phone call uh, when you're having a bad day and um, the staff at the hospitals they just make it's it's tough but you kind of look back and go it was actually you know an experience people care so much I think your, your employers have been really good to you both they have yeah we, we both work for the same company we met there 11 years ago and they've known us we've grown up there and um, we we met there we had our first baby there and then Zach and um, they were fantastic. They gave us loads of time and space and support. Now, you're from the UK and Michael's from Strasbourg. So how do you end up living in Cork? Well, yeah, I started working for the company a long time ago in an office um, in France. And I relocated to Ireland because I thought Ireland looked beautiful and I wanted to change. And then Michael started straight here in um, in Ireland. And that's where we met in, in, in the office. Very good. Lastly... You've been greatly helped through this, of course, by the Kidney Association and Michael's a living donor, but you're big promoters as well of the donation program. You you encourage people to become organ donors. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we've seen it firsthand with Zach, but also many of the patients we meet up in Dublin, the change in them once they've had their transplant is incredible Um, from not eating and feeling nauseous and not growing and to seeing them again a few months later after the, the transplant and the, the complete change it's amazing some transformation and you and you've seen it in you, you've seen it in your own wonderful little boy jessica i've really enjoyed our conversation i wish you and ellie and zach and michael all the very best for the future and just just bottle that smile will you <laughs> it's the most glorious thing i've seen all week oh that's very kind thank you so much thank thank you jessica Quartz 96 FM.